Hey, York Alliance. This is Asa coming at you on Tuesday, February 20th. Uh, we are continuing the Demonstrating the Gospel series on Sunday mornings, and we just entered the next section from the first two weeks. We're focusing more on more of an overview of the spiritual gifts and what that really means and what it means in the church life. Now we're transitioning into a section focusing on who is the Holy Spirit and what role does he have in this idea of demonstrating the gospel? How does he empower us, et cetera, et cetera? So we kicked that off this last Sunday, focusing mostly on, well, who is the Holy Spirit? More of an overview. Uh, the, the direction that I took was more the transition from the ministry of Jesus, the Son of God, to uh, the Holy Spirit and what that looks like in him sending us out into the world. Uh, so I have to give a little disclosure here. Uh, so this last Sunday was the first attempt at us having multiple people preaching at different locations for different gatherings. So I was uh, preaching at the York Alliance, the main building, and uh, Chris Smith was over at Spring Grove. And theoretically, we were, we were slated to preach the same sermon at the uh, there's like a, a preaching team meeting, a preaching, preaching meeting uh, for, for different people who are preaching at the different campuses, and especially as things keep expanding to either more campuses or filling the pulpit over at another church uh, in our area whose pastor is also going on sabbatical. Different reasons, it's just a really helpful system that uh, Pastor Brian has gotten us all into in order to make sure we're all on the same page. So, uh, that's the that was the way it was supposed to work, and uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a good thing. I'm not sure. Uh, Chris and I found a way to break the system <laughs> right off the right out of the gate, and it's it's a good thing. I'm really it's great uh, in one sense because it's so good to collaborate on uh, preaching and just bounce ideas off of each other and have that uh, that unity as well as just that collaboration and and the Lord speaking through multiple people. And really, when I when I think about the uh, some of the admonitions from Paul uh, in uh, the, some of these passages about the spiritual gifts, like in First Corinthians, he talks about yeah, if someone prophesies, you know, have two or three do it, and you know, be judged, have the prophets be judged by the prophets, and kind of in that same vein to have two different people uh, speaking, uh, different campuses or different buildings, and each using our own voice, our own style, but have the same message. That that just seems to be a, a really neat way. It's new for me. I can't say I've ever uh, been a part of anything like that. So this is an exciting way for me to also uh, learn and grow. So all that being said, uh, Chris and I uh, both, I guess, were a little antsy, and we like to prepare our sermons well in advance and so forth. So we took, I think, too many steps down the pathway before really collaborating on points and stuff like that. So, um, but ended up being really good. What was neat about it is that even though we were on uh, different uh, the points and the, and, and the, even the passages were a little bit different, uh, actually a lot different, it actually ended up being a very similar pathway. His, his uh, sermon was a little more uh, zoomed out on a survey of the Bible, whereas mine was zoomed into a particular passage. But they really took the same progression, if you will. Uh, so I took the progression in John chapter 20, where the disciples moved from a place of fear into gladness, which gave way to mission. 
and the 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 pathway that Chris took over in Spring Grove was looking at the ministry, uh, the primary voice of the fa- God the Father in the Old Testament, uh, transitioning into the voice of God the Son, as we read about in the Gospels, and then transitioning into the Holy Spirit uh, being the primary uh, voice uh, after Jesus ascended. So I mean, that might not sound exactly the same on the outset, um, but when you look at how people responded to God the Father in the Old Testament— there was a lot of fear, a lot of trepidation, a lot of, and for good reason. I mean, read the Old Testament. The holiness of God was was not to be taken lightly. And you see how the Holy Spirit was obviously present, but he was present in the tabernacle, in that central area, the Holy of Holies. Or when the, ta- or the uh, temple was built, you see when the Spirit of God uh, came into the temple as King Solomon was dedicating it and so forth. And it, again, it was in this middle area, this Holy of Holies, where you really couldn't go into it. There's a super thick veil between the rest of the courts of the temple and this central area. And only the priest, the high priest, could go there, and only once a year, and only if he was you know, a pure, ceremonially, ceremonially speaking, from his sins and so forth. So there was this, this massive separation, and I would even argue fearfulness because of that separation between us and the Father. So the Holy Spirit... Uh, uh, um, acted differently in that time. But then that transitioned into how the Holy Spirit uh, tabernacled within Jesus, the Son of God who put on flesh. Uh, You see how Jesus manifested the Holy Spirit perfectly, manifested a dependence on the Holy Spirit in his humanity, and how that really is is similar to how, how things transitioned into the ministry of Jesus, how that, that's similar to how I was talking about the, the Jesus showing himself to the disciples and then becoming glad. There's a gladness, there's a joy that Jesus is here, God with us. God has come to be with us, to tabernacle with us. And, and we see how, how he relied on the Holy Spirit, and so we can do the same, the same thing. And then uh, when Jesus ascended into heaven, of course, then the, the new covenant was, was uh, rolled out, if you will, by the Spirit coming at Pentecost and filling those who would trust in the name of Jesus and how the Holy Spirit tabernacles within us, right? The Spirit says uh, through Paul that that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Peter calls us a royal priesthood. So we're both the temple and and the priesthood, and the job that we have is not any different, really, than what the point of the tabernacle was and so forth in the Old Covenant, which is to be an ambassador to the rest of the world. We're supposed to be uh, kingdom representatives to the world around us, the representatives of the kingdom of God. We're to appeal to people to be reconciled to God as God's ambassadors because the Holy Spirit resides in us. And so the, I just think I love that the parallels between where Chris focused at Spring Grove and where I focused uh, uh, over here at York how it's, it's, all, it's this transition, this continual transition between how do we go from a place of fearfulness and distance from God to being brought close to being indwelt by the Spirit. Um, and I think that's just such a, a, a great—I love being able to see things in the Scripture that are threaded throughout the entire Bible. So I, I love the way that, that Chris went with, with, uh, with the sermon over at Spring Grove. Uh, so in, uh, in light of that, 
And as always, I want to remind you to be filled with that love of God that he first showed us in Jesus, not only when he died, but when he sent us his Holy Spirit so that we could then love others in the same way. Have a wonderful day, and I'll be back at you later on this week.